0: The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers. And do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
1: Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers... Open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm is now in session.
2: Hello, and welcome to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, who manages the SEO team at Seer Interactive. John. We're both having a wonderful day.
3: Yeah, it's been a crazy week altogether. I
2: know. I
3: mean, people got all up in their panties in a bunch about this whole paid linking thing. It's been fun, fun, fun reading all the people just (laughs) pulling their hair out over something we've known has been going on for years.
2: I know. It's the way. It's just because someone got their pants pulled down. Yeah. uh, But it's fun. Ants, so
3: there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Um
2: okay, what we're all what we're talking about here for anyone who doesn't know, um, and you can't be blamed. I mean it's it's certainly made a lot of noise, but only in our industry, really. Um unless you read the New York Times. Um
3: (laughs) (laughs) definitely expanded out beyond our industry since this was a six page article in the New York Times.
2: (laughs) Well, they're the ones who broke it. Broke the news. Exactly. Um yeah, so it's it's all about J.C. Um Someone tipped off the New York Times. Gotta wonder, like they say, whether or not it was a competitor, but uh, or <laughs> anyway, um, and they took J.C. Penny to task. Pretty much, they they got a uh, quote unquote expert to check out what they've been doing for marketing and found they had bought a ton. I mean, that's an understatement—a ton of links to uh, get top rankings for everything. Like, just it's amazing how many they had. They had pants. They had dresses. These are one-word phrases. Yeah, uh, that does not happen easy.
3: Uh, the one that got me was area rugs. I had a client in my last, in my previous life, who was a carpet manufacturer, and of course, doing all the kind of research. Area rugs is the number one term in all the whole carpet industry, and it's like tons and tons and tons of volume, highly competitive. And we worked for a long time trying to get that. It was hard, um, but Penny's had number one for that because of their bot links. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I know and I you know one thing I did and I posted this on uh, the uh, SEO101 podcast page on Facebook uh, which is uh, facebook.com/seo101podcast and uh, I I did a, a quick markup of one of the pages uh, uh from the New York Times article and it's just too funny um you know JC Penney of course being quite careful in their response as oh, yeah, sure, you know, these links helped us, but it was hardly Bonanza, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. Everyone, he had, they had number one for things like dresses. I mean, come on. It's <laughs> anyway, so I, I thought it was pretty funny. So I, I looked at the rest of it, underlined a few things. Um, one thing was that a keyword estimator of Google, blah, 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 you know, everyone, you know, the keyword estimator tool, suggested that for dresses alone, Penny could have been attracting 3.8 million visits every month um, if it showed up as number one. Well, uh, that's quite a few. Yes. That's just for one phrase, one term, and and then it said, uh, "I love this." But then they they go back and they say, "But in January, the company was crowing about its online holiday sales." <laughs> so <laughs> you think just doing some, uh, Yeah, exactly.
3: Well, they cool. did say in that article that they only get seven percent of their sales from search traffic. Yeah. Which which to me seems like a pretty low percentage overall from e commerce, unless they're doing a whole bunch of other types of marketing. Um, but 7%, but still 7% is a huge chunk of money when you're dealing with the kind of revenue that Pennies is dealing with online.
2: Yeah. I mean, for example, at its peak, uh, the, uh, uh, let's see here. Um, uh, no, sorry, that was big book. I was trying to see something here. It said as peaked the catalog big book catalog brought in four billion in revenue two thousand and nine the site brought in one point five so things are going down and they 've got a lot of pressure. Um, but you know J c Penny posted seventeen point eight billion in two thousand and one yeah so seven so, percent of that. that's pretty big <laughs> uh,
3: okay here, here's the question and of course brasco will want to state you know that the opinions of the host are not necessarily opinions of <laughs> Radio.fm, but do you think Penny's new or not do you really think they had no idea that their search company who we won't mention but <clears throat> search decks name but uh <laughs> do, do, you, do you really think they didn't know
2: Oh, no, they, they they had
3: to have known. I, I've, I've dealt with a lot of big companies, and if we were doing anything they didn't know about, they would just throw a hissy fit. So they want to know everything we do and why we do it and what the potential results are, what the real results are, and what would have happened if we would have done it differently. They want to know all that information. If If Penny says they didn't know, it's my personal opinion that they're blowing smoke. Big mm-hmm. time.
2: Well, and, and just to do the quick calculations here, seven percent of seven point eight billion is one point two billion in sales from online.
3: <laughs> yeah, billion.
2: <Okay. laughs> so it's so it's a little
3: chunk of change. <laughs> and just think, just think, you could you could get 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 by with only a link building budget of maybe a hundred million to, to make that happen and still be profitable. <laughs> so how would you like to have a hundred million dollars just to do link
2: building? <laughs> Oh man. Just it just makes me want to cry. But you know what? The, the one thing is I, I just hope that, you know, I I'm not about black hat and all that, but you know, a company is gonna do something for them, I'm sure they were smart enough they had something in their contract saying, uh, you know I don't, you, I don't you agree just that you know second. about it. I don't agree <laughs> that
3: for a, for a second because they were obviously stupid enough to ignore the number one indicator that you're doing paid linking is non relevant links. All the links, like m- vast majority of the links that they bought and pointed to JCPenney stuff were on non-relevant sites using non-relevant target phrases on those pages. And, you know, I mean, pages about playing poker pointing links to dresses. <laughs> you know. Oh, no,
2: I'm not saying it was the right thing to do. I'm saying that but, if they I'll, did it, I'm, I was hoping they're smart enough well, to no, have something back themselves I'm, up.
3: What I'm saying is, is if they're dumb enough to open their door to that kind of, you know, m- that kind of linking that's not going to be really effective is not going to, it's going to leave them wide open for discovery. They're dumb enough not to put that in their contract. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> but I take that back because I have read some about search deck and there's some really smart guys there. They just made really bad mistakes or, you know, we don't know that either. Maybe Penny's pushed them into doing this.
2: Who knows? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I, and yeah. if they did, I'm just hoping they have enough protection for themselves uh, because, you know, it's, it all takes is one person to say, yeah, go for it. We're okay. Yeah. the, <laughs> funny, the, the funniest there. thing
3: for me for for many years in my life my my favorite slash worst holiday of the year is my Ides of March you know when I was in a I was in a band in high school and wrote a song all about the Ides of March and how evil it was and it's really funny song I have to get it for you someday Ross let you hear it but it's if you go to search Dex's website and you look at their news section the last post they have on their news section was from 2009 about how they just re-signed the JCPenney contract and that post was from March 15th on the Ides of march so the- no, 2007 <laughs> was it seven yeah it was a while yeah, ago. and
2: that's why and, and and i don't think that is the last one i think that's purposeful because it says search do- i've got it open here now search text.com slash news underscore 2007.html uh no i mean <laughs> it seems odd uh seems like it's a for me I, I think it's a smart ploy go back and make that your primary page people see that JCPenney signed again and again and again
3: <laughs> that's an uh, interesting, interesting thought well the one before is from February 2007
2: so <laughs> well yeah but I mean it's the, it's the 2007 page they've got showing there as their primary page for the, 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 the news area I don't know it just seemed convenient
3: <laughs> yeah but they, then they would have had to delete all the other ones because they have the, the index of the news and it only goes from 2001 to 2007 so there's nothing beyond that yeah. it's, but they, it's, they, it's possible for sure links? <laughs> and, and then, of course, Barry um, at Search Engine Roundtable found out through the, the Google News um, forums, or not news, the, the Google Webmaster forums, um, that um, Forbes got busted for selling links last week as well. So, J.C. Penney's got busted for buying links, and Forbes.com got busted for selling links, same week. <laughs> So it's like this big thing. It's just nuts. And full, I mean, I've personally known for for quite some times that Forbes was a link publisher for for. Uh, you know, one or two of those link buying networks. Forbes did issue a, a statement on their website either yesterday or the end of last week. This is, this is Aaron on Monday um, saying that, no, we don't do that. We stopped. We did. We used to sell links on our site. We stopped it a while ago. The page that they referenced was an old page an old version of our site that shouldn't, st- shouldn't have still been live. Hmm. So, and they showed this is the old one. This is what we look like now. And it, it made sense. Their their excuse was much better than pennies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, uh. Uh, and one of the things I thought was pretty funny was that it, it came one of the links they, they found a, a a guy who would had, who had willingly put this link on his page, and I guess they did their sourcing from there, and it, and it came from a website called tnx dot net, uh, which pays this guy Mister Kamakl. <laughs> um. Uh, to uh, add links to his page in exchange for the clicks and all that sort of stuff. And yeah. Anyway, you just bet. You do not want to be T N X. You. Just, <laughs> you know Google's attention, looking at them hard. Oh yeah,
3: no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Um,
2: anyway, we, we got a couple more things about this, and we're going to talk about um, some of the questions we have on the Facebook blog as well, our Facebook page as well. But let's take a quick break first.
1: SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Oh
0: yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the
1: day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google Help files.
0: Public relations professionals understand the importance of branding. Invest in your next ad campaign with one of the premier branding innovators broadcasting on-air and on-demand to the internet business world, webmasterradio.fm. Let our team customize your branding to target public relations professionals that access our public relations channel every day. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm for a consultation today. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple.
1: Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, who manages the SEO team at Sear Interactive, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing Inc. Uh, before the break, we uh, were discussing the JCPenney affair <laughs> with uh, Google. <laughs> Sounds like a movie or something, doesn't it? Um, it is. Can we, call it like, can we call it paid link gate or something like that? <laughs> Yeah, hasn't there really been – there's been other ones bigger than this. So I guess not, though, eh?
3: Well, BMW got taken down. It wasn't for paid linking, though. They had some other kind of spammy stuff going on a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, but I can tell you, I know for a fact, and I, I'm no way I'm mentioning names right now, but there are a couple bigger sites than JCPenney's um, that are doing this, and I know there's bigger sites than Forbes that are selling links. So um, – there could definitely be some interesting things show up in the news if those those other
2: sites get busted like these guys did. They just need to be shown off somewhere very publicly.
3: I know. Yeah. So I'll give you. I've give you. I'm coming out. Of, I'm coming out of the uh, cave, and I'm actually writing an article. I haven't written in so long, but I, one of the things I love about being here at Sears, I actually have time to write again. And I'm writing an article that's going to be published um, Monday, which is t- today when this this episode's airing. Um, give you a hint. The title is <laughs> "All SEOs Do Paid Linking and Google Doesn't Care," and that's the truth.
2: <laughs> I can't wait to read it. it sounds good. <laughs> And you guaranteed that uh, Matt Cuts would agree.
3: And he will agree. I, I, I almost promise.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think with a few caveats, probably. Yes. First, first, first <laughs> getting him
3: to read it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: true. I think that might just get his attention. Yes. Um, <laughs> so what else about this? There's something else I was trying to figure. Um, Mr. Cutts said he did not plan to write about the JCPenney situation, as he did with BMW in 2006, rarely he explained does he single out a company publicly because Google's goal is to prefer, preserve the integrity of results, not to embarrass people. But just because we don't talk about it, he says, doesn't mean we won't take strong action. And uh, as a result, uh, they dropped they they did a manual update. So again, they, they did they
3: both. Sh- actually, it was really interesting from what from what he said in his response to all this was that. They had already made algorithm changes to address what was going on at J.C. Penney's before this even came out. And because it came out, they went ahead and did a manual adjustment as well, even though the algorithmic changes were already starting to take effect. So they had but already seen
2: this. They'd already seen it many times before, though, yeah. um, like a couple times before, quite a while ago. And they had, he says, they admit, they did not circle around to check again. Yeah. Um, so uh, there's this show here at 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Wednesday. J.C. Penney was the number one result for Samsonite carry-on luggage. Two hours later, it was number 71. Yeah.
3: yeah. Ouch. So <laughs> I, there's the 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 50 penalty. That must be a 70 penalty. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to come up with a name for this one too. <laughs> the J.C. Penney oh. penalty. The J.C. penalty. Yeah. <laughs>
2: hey, that's perfect. J.C. penalty. I love it. Yep. Uh, There, it's coined here by Matt. Matt, There you go, John Carcat. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I guess we should move on. What do you think? What what, what about, you know, links? How do you feel about buying links? Let's just start with that.
3: So I actually have a a very interesting history with this whole buying link thing because of my association with my last company. I don't know if everybody knows, but I was the director of organic search for MediaWiz, but MediaWiz, as a company, owns TextLink ads, like the the original, the largest link brokerage service out there. Um, And before I went to work for MediaWiz, I had never bought a link, never considered buying a link, and would not do it. when I got to Meet you is I didn't have a choice. It was like this is one of our properties, this is one of our resources, use it. And going through that process, I had to try to justify myself. I said, Why am I doing this? You know, do I quit? Do I keep doing this? Is there a way to do this that, that I can handle from an ethical standpoint? And um I've come to realize that you know while I was justifying it to myself while I was there, now that I'm gone, I'm really glad I don't have to do that anymore. Um, <laughs> really, really glad I don't have to do that anymore. Um, I did find did give me an education that I wouldn't have had otherwise. So I kind of appreciate it from that standpoint where I had to learn how to do it effectively without putting my clients in danger. I forced myself to figure out every possible way that this could be a problem for my clients, you know, how they would get busted, how something like that happened to JC I didn't want to happen to my clients. Um, so from that, it was a really good learning experience, but it's not something that I recommend to do at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like like I'm going to say in my in my blog post is that we're all link buyers. If somebody hires an SEO to do a link building campaign, if they pay you money to use your knowledge and resources, they're buying links.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So, so every SEO buys links.
2: You, you know, give away the punchline.
3: I know, but it's it's an important thing. <laughs> It's important for people to understand that there's a line that that Google draws saying they understand that there's no way in the world, and I think the quote in the article is, not within the realm realm of possibility that everybody's links will be 100% organic. And Google knows that. They understand that people are going to ask for help. They're going to hire people. They're going to bring resources and pay money in-house to do it. So so it's not going to be 100% organic. But somewhere they draw a line and say, okay, Buying a link on a directory is okay. Hiring somebody to, to, to go get links for you is okay. But buying a link through a link brokerage service like TLA or Conductor or many of the other ones out there is a problem. We don't like that because it's automated. So there's a line in the sand they draw that, that as SEOs, we have to know where that line is and
2: not cross it. Yeah, Once don't blatantly it, game them. That's all.
3: Exactly. <laughs> Once you cross that line, you get into trouble like search decks did with JC Penney's.
2: Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I, I I would love to find out what's happening over there. It can't be a very positive situation, but um, you know yeah. what? I don't think they're hurting. So <laughs> unless JC Penney decides to take them to task, who knows? They fired him
3: like the day after.
2: Well, yeah, they have to for pure I'd, visuals.
3: <laughs> I'd, I'd, like, I'd like to know how their other te- clients are. you I mean, are they losing clients left and right? Because they had some pretty big clients. If you go look at the top SEOs, if you go look at their profile, they show some of their other clients, and they had people like the Gap and other major clients. And you know, I hope a that they're not doing the same thing with those clients, and b that they're not losing all their business and going out of business because they made a mistake or they had a client force them into a mistake. And you know, they should should have the opportunity to recover from it for sure. Oh
2: oh 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 oh! I gotta read this. This is good. Oh, um, search desk best practices
3: this is oh, their, gosh. their
2: ethical mandate yeah, I saw our, it. our search solutions are developed and implemented using the highest standards of practice in the industry following all published guidelines and standards set by search engines
3: Ooh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's, that's kind of a little uh, problematic I'd say
2: yeah <laughs> uh, well okay well yeah anyways I wish them luck I don't like to see anyone get completely bashed. I hope things go well. Um, In any just, case... I, I, just hope
3: <laughs> it, I hope both pennies and search decks learn from this, that A, whichever one was the the main force behind making this happen, that they made a mistake and that they just won't do it again for, for anybody, for any reason, and B, the other one that was pushed into doing it learns that they shouldn't get pushed into doing it.
2: Yeah, it's not worth it. It's what it comes down to. And, you know, even if they'd done... The, okay, I'm going to say this. Even if they just bought the links on sites that were completely relevant it wouldn't have got the client in trouble as easily anyway Agreed. Uh, it would have been a lot harder to pick them out and yeah anyway (laughs) it's just silly how that that all happened so a lot of mistakes made well you know what before we got we've got a few questions we're going to get into in Facebook but let's uh, take a quick break and we'll be right back and we'll dug right into them nice SEO
1: 101 will be back right after recess
0: If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. From
1: domains to digital marketing, social media to blogging, you can reach this broad audience by using what you're listening to right now. Reach the thousands of internet marketers that download and listen live to the premier on-air and on-demand podcast network, WebmasterRadio.fm, with the Internet Marketing Channel, featuring shows like the Joel Com Show, the WordPress Community Podcast, and more. Our ad campaigns are fully integrated with multiple avenues of exposure, from slick, effective thirty-second commercials to detailed, informative thirty-minute town hall meetings. Expose your products and services to listeners and podcasters of not just shows like Market Edge and Domain Masters, but anyone looking for ways to market their business with your product. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm to find out more.
0: Rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors.
1: LPO, landing page optimization. Mondays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
2: Welcome back to SEO 101 on WebmasterRadio.fm with John Carcutt who manages the SEO team at Sear Interactive, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Step4th Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, we were talking about the JC penalty. Love it still. That's a good one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be using that a lot. And uh, now we're going to get into some Facebook questions. Now, uh, you still didn't get into uh, Google Web, did, did you, John? Can you see
3: Yeah, 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 I can see them.
2: I Oh, good. I got okay. it. All right. Well, first one um, was a little bit uh, – it was actually a response, I think. Did you put this response in about page ranks, not the only metric to look at? I did. Okay. Well, I thought it was good. Why don't you just read it off, and we'll just touch them again. Uh, Someone was mentioning about PageRank and building links. Yes.
3: Someone asked about how to tell, and we don't have the question here, I'm just going off of memory, how to t- how to tell if a page rank, if you use the page rank to measure whether it's a good link to get. So if you're looking at a page, do you look at its page rank to measure how good of a link that will be for your site? And basically, the answer on the Facebook, what I, what I told him was, that's only one thing to look at. And it's not even really the most important thing to look at when you're looking at how the quality of a page, the quality of a potential link partner is. Um, Some other things to look at is um, how many links are on the page. If there's 200 links on that page, it's an issue. Um, Is the page relevant? Just like we were just talking about with the JC penalty. The reason they got busted was because the the pages that they were linking from were not relevant to the pages on their site. Relevancy is huge. Check to see if the page is cached in the engines. If it's not cached in a search engine, it's not worth getting a link on because the link won't count for you anyway. Um, when was the last time it was crawled? Um, if, it wasn't crawl, if it hadn't been crawled in four or five months, um, getting your link on there probably won't matter anyway because it's not being crawled regularly. It may be a long time before your link even shows up and being valuable. Um, where would the link be on your page? Is it down in the footer with a bunch of other links? Is it in the body of the content? Is it in the header? You know, that plays a big role when deciding if it's a good link to get or not. Um, I referenced a a site, or actually, it's a page uh, um, with a lot of great. Um, factors when it comes to linking. Um, If everybody's familiar with Rand's um, algorithm factors thing on SEO mods where they talk to a bunch of SEOs and ask them what's important in the the, the algorithm, they rank them all based on the SEO's answers. Um, Another site did the same thing. How do you pronounce that, Ross? Wipe, Weep?
2: And who it's knows? W- but it, it, w- it is on Facebook's, on our Facebook page, so people can check yeah. that
3: out. It's WIEP.net slash link dash value dash factors. It does the same thing. It, it talks to a bunch of different SEOs, asks them different questions about what's important in a link, and then ranks them based on all these different SEOs and their answers and how they weighted those questions. I mean, if, if you notice in that, um, on the section talks about on-page stuff is where they talk about the page rank. It was number 12 out of 14 different factors for just the on-page section. So page rank is not really the best factor to look at when you're evaluating where
0: to put a link.
2: Yeah. I actually I, I use it as a hint sometimes, only when extreme page rank differences, that's all. Uh, that's about it. Um, So the next question uh, is from Tyson Braun. Uh, He says, uh, hi, guys. Love the show. Keep up the great work. I just listened to the show about creating new content for link building and completely agree with this approach. I'm a former journalist, and I can relate to the process of coming up with good content as coming up with a future story. This is always an interesting story. Oh, sorry. There's always an interesting story to write. Anyways, I think most SEOs have a good handle on the importance of creating good content. But how do you two or anyone else go about getting people to actually link to it? And actually link, not just repurpose it for content forms. Thanks in advance, Tyson. (laughs) How are you doing, Uh, Russ? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, first of all, let me just read it again so I'm back in the headspace here. Uh, How do you actually get people to link to it? Well, I good stuff. I mean, I I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, people find it um, through my networks. People get to know me they which means that they take a chance and tend to read my content uh, which is a wonderful thing and then when they like it they link to it and they go hey this is great one good really good way of doing it is creating a a title i find that like the one you're talking about there john your title it's it's bound to get people to link to it it's just so unique and so interesting and twitter's going to get some definite attention for that um, so i think a title does a lot it says check me out well, yeah. that's my first tip anyway what's your next one
3: I think I think what you were saying in the beginning is key you have to have I don't want to call it a followership but you have to have people that come to read your stuff on a regular basis and you have to have a, a community built around your content whether it's all in one place or not um, you know, you can seed your content out through like Twitter, like you just said, Ross. People will, will will be interested and they'll tweet about it. Those kind of things get your content out. Once it's exposed, a, a percentage of that exposure will end up linking to it or writing about it and linking to it. There, there's there's no real. I'm going to go do these number of social bookmarks. I'm going to do this type of blog coming. There's no, uh, you know, there, there, I don't have any set. These are the five things I do to make sure my stuff gets published i ha- i build a followership i build a readership and let the community s- spread what's worthy of being spread basically
2: mm-hmm. and i mean there's certain places like uh in our industry spin uh, or spin whatever you want to call it up, uh, where you could post mm-hmm. something in our industry gets a chance to rank it up if they like it they like it and that gets you some more exposure um and i imagine there's similar things probably not that many but similar things in different industries um One thing that uh, uh, works well, too, is getting added to certain lists within Twitter. Um, If you're noted as one of the SEOs, people just follow that, and that's a great way Mm -hmm. to get uh, some extra pairs of eyes on it. Facebook, um, getting some likes. You can even try um, uh, paying to get some exposure for your articles for the first while to get people hooked. There's nothing wrong with that.
3: There, there, it's actually interesting that this question comes up right now because in the last couple of days, another thing that's happened is Google has changed the way social and real-time search works within the organic algorithms. So if you're logged in, they will actually use your social grid and up to one or two articles that people have tweeted or liked on Facebook, if I'm searching for um, link-buying resources – just so I can go shoot them all down, of course. Um, <laughs> if, if Ross happened to tweet about some link-buying resources the day before, in Google's organic search, like one of the first listings will say, um, it will show the result that, that Ross tweeted about. And underneath it will say, Ross Dunn tweeted this, you know, and it relates to your search query. I, I don't remember the exact phrasing. But basically, it will go and look at my social grid and see if anybody's talked about that topic that I'm searching for. And if somebody has that I know is one of my friends, they will put that in my organic search results.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. And, and, and yeah. um, a lot of people are saying, okay, it's time to clean out your followers or people you follow, because if you don't, you're going to get a lot of garbage in your, in your results, which is, yeah. I think it's a good thing that's forcing us to do.
3: See, now something that, that came, we were discussing that here at SEER today, and a question that came up was, and I'm not sure the answer to this yet, maybe you know, Ross, is do they actually pull a new listing into the search results and say it came from one of your friends, or do they look and see if one of the listings happened to have already been referenced by one of your friends and just attach your friend's name to it? So do the actual search results change, or do they just say, here's the search result. It might have been in position four or might be position like seven or eight, but they moved it up because of one of your friends, but it still was on the first page to begin with. Or does it just mm. come from out of nowhere?
2: Yeah, that would have to take some testing. I don't know. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, it's, it's too new for me anyway. Um, I yeah, know it hasn't been a big old. deal. From, yeah, it's, it's not that long. I mean, they're, they've had elements of it in beta. But this is the first time I think they've, they've really, truly rolled it out. And I am I'm bet there's still some beta aspects to it, too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was a pretty interesting question. So thanks, Tyson. Um, uh, the next question, we're just going to go through um, this one fairly quickly here because we're almost out of time. But Charlie Davy says, hi, guys. Just started listening to your podcast. Great on the daily commute to and from work. Thank you. Uh, I hope... Uh, uh, we don't distract you and drive you off the road or anything like that. It'd be good. Ross yes.
3: yes. <laughs> L- would hate to be responsible for your death.
2: Yes. <laughs> I'm just a guilty conscious kind of guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> In your live uh, episode Q&As, you mentioned that you might do a live site review or analysis. Is this booked? Uh, I think it'd be really useful. I think uh, I'd love to do that, actually. we just Yeah, well, I guess we keep talking, but we never do it. So
3: We uh, should schedule that. Maybe we ought to... Uh, have people submit sites they want to do, just start a thread on the Facebook page, have people Mm -hmm. put some sites in, and then maybe we'll figure out a way for the community to vote on which one we do, or maybe we'll do it random or something. But I think if people put their stuff on, the, maybe we'll start a Facebook thread on that. If we start putting sites in there, we'll pick from there. What do you think?
2: See how many people, um, I've I've got a theory that people are a little scared of doing that, and I can't blame them sometimes because they're afraid they're going to get embarrassed. We're not going to embarrass you. We're just going to say, you know, this is what needs to be done. And, you know, just put it out there. We'll give you some free, uh, yeah. free advice. So,
3: yeah, don't be afraid to put it on the Facebook page because if you email it to us and we talk about it, everybody's going to hear about it anyway. So you <laughs> might as well put it on the Facebook page.
2: Yeah. <laughs> And uh, the heck, let's take this last one here. It's from Richard Burkhart. He says, hey, guys, uh, Google is placing so much emphasis on local these days that web-only sites are being punched in the gut with local results shoved down searchers' throats. How about some SEO suggestions or strategies, whatever, for web-only businesses to counter this? As always, thanks for the show, uh, Richard. A good one.
3: Yeah, and that just got worse this week as well. This is very timely, Richard. Thanks for asking. He probably he might not have asked this week, but um, one of the one of the girls that works here just did an article on our blog about how, in if you're searching for products, um, what's happening now is. In the, like if you see the image, the, the Google base type of search section where you see the product universal element, they're actually showing other websites and other properties, but only the ones that have physical locations in the organic searches for that. So people with physical locations are now getting a huge boost over online only retailers because of it, because of the way they're changing their,
2: the uh, organic search. Oh, how things are changing! It's just, I, know. I mean, how many changes can they do in a year? It's been a pretty intense year.
3: A year? It's only February. It's not even. It's half. No, I mean a February. year from
2: now to to last year. This time, I'm
3: talking about this month alone. How many changes can they do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: they're trying to keep us on our toes. That's for sure. I know.
3: That's. But I, honestly, that's why I love this industry because it's always something happening, oh, always man. something new to deal with.
2: We get bored, silly, and also keeps us in a job.
3: <laughs> that too. <laughs>
2: so but but uh, to
3: answer Richard's question um the the answer to that question would have been different last week than it is this week (laughs) yeah
2: so hmm where do we begin uh SEO tips for getting you there well I mean a lot of the stuff is just a matter of Plotting away and and getting a bit more citations. This is local, right? Um, so unless he's talking about organic, getting the organic up there and beating out local. I mean, that's kind of the debate Uh, there. Is that the question?
3: Um, I don't know. He's talking about web only businesses trying to counter local search. So I think it's the, the local search. Oh yeah. And and if you're a web only business, how do you compete with that? Because you can't really get into local search. And it's a good question. I, there was one interesting solution. One of our clients had, they had, um, not necessarily storefronts, but they had authorized dealers across the U S. And so the store might've been something completely different, but they were an authorized dealer for this product. So what they did is they got the store to use their address and phone number for that product as an authorized dealer so that there might be three or four. Um, Cause you can have more than one business at the same address and phone number or same address, not necessarily phone number. You have more than one business at the same address, like a mall might have, 20 different businesses in it, all that have, you know, the same number one Main Street address. Um, and you can actually go into local search and search for an address, and it will show you there are these businesses at this address. So if you have authorized dealers that have their own physical locations, you can use those addresses um, for your for your Google Local.
2: And just say, sweet,
3: 10. I mean, you do have, <laughs> have to do that. Just have, just have a separate phone number. Um, the business name can be separate, but you have, you, you actually can use their physical address.
2: I hmm. no wonder, I guess that's, it could depends on how that's used. That could be gray hat, black hat kind of thing, but it's also very effective too. Yeah, maybe. Another <laughs> um, Yeah. me. <laughs> well, you know what, Richard, I think it's a really good question and I wish I had a, a good answer for you. I think it's a good tip that John gave you. Um, I mean, you're kind of in the thick of this just with us. uh, Richard's a fellow SEO. So um, I know that uh, it's something on the top of a lot of our minds. I know I've seen a lot of shifty things being done by um, some competitors of one of my clients. And it's frustrating because I don't like to play their game. But I'm seeing them win, and it's killing me. Google Places has to amp up its level. I mean, it's it's like back in 97 or something, and I've got to be ethical, which 97, I'm sorry, I was not nearly as ethical. <laughs> it was, that was the way you were. <laughs>
3: but you didn't know you weren't ethical back then. Back then, it was just
2: how it yeah, worked. That was how it worked. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> now it's just like, oh, burdened with knowing that I'm not doing the right thing if I follow them. Um, yeah.
3: Yes. So, so, oh. so, so, what you can do if you're not sure if you're doing the right thing, especially you, Ross, with with, with your <laughs> young boys, saying, "Would I teach my child to do it this way?" If you could say yes, <laughs>
2: Xander. Don't, yes.
3: <laughs> don't be a spammer, Xander.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. Okay. Well, on that fun note. um Thanks so much, everyone, for being here today. On behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Carcutt who manages the SEO team at Sierra Interactive. You can follow us on Twitter. My ID is at Ross Dunn, and John's is?
3: At John Carcutt
2: Great. Uh, thanks for joining us today on SEO 101 on Webmaster WebmasterRadio.fm. Uh, tune, us, tune in uh, next week, uh, Monday, uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, and WebmasterRadio.fm. Uh, uh, great. Talk to you then.
3: Thanks for listening, everybody.
1: are doubly important this year, so make your celebrations doubly special. At Kroger, we've got a huge selection of high-quality meats on top of fresh natural produce, like fresh never-frozen prime-grade beef and our simple truth organic Brussels sprouts, or delicious king crab legs with our private selection gourmet potatoes. Whew, had to say that doubly fast. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
0: Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.